Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Performance Intelligence Podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. You can go deep and you've got the knowledge and you really getting into the intricacies, but you can have fun and look at big picture as well. So have you always been like that? Can you occupy both spheres, the visionary, up in the clouds, getting excited, but then get down right into the detail and the miniature? I was a bit of a tinkerer when I was um, younger. I used to like build computers and dabble in coding, and I was pretty good at coding when I was in high school. I think I was... I think I could have been aligned to a technical pathway. I could talk about this actually this part all day because it's one of my one of the challenges I see in the education system, which I want to be able to address at some stage. But the guidance that I was given when I was younger was to go down a business pathway. All the evidence suggested that I was probably suited for a technical pathway and my interests and all my grades and things. But for some reason, I was given this advice to go and do business. So I think that that and I took that and face value and I went and done it and um, there's probably a couple of lessons there but I think my brain was kind of wired towards technology but through going down a business pathway and at the right time I managed to kind of harness both of them to an extent now I'm obviously not as technical as the devs in here the engineers and the cryptographers and all that stuff are unbelievable I also think my dad had a big part to play in it he was a natural sales guy as well and my brother he's a natural sales guy we love to talk about the value that something can provide. I do have to say it was probably one of the things that when the when the business got going, though, it's definitely something that I had to consider in more detail, that context shifting, going from a technology meeting to you know a presentation to a sales meeting to a finance meeting um because you do have an affinity to get into the detail and probe and ask the questions but sometimes you don't need that so i mean one of the things i worked on is with a coach you know has been able to do that that context shifting and that mindset shifting and deploying tools well we're getting advanced now that's why I'm, I'm looking at you going yeah keep going i want to really double click on this because a lot of leaders haven't learned that and a lot of entrepreneurs and startups and, and leaders of big companies that I, I'm blessed with my job to work with a lot of high performers and they've, they've focused on domain expertise. In, in your world, it's the focus on biometrics and then before a presentation, it's the slide deck and, and, and the latest content, but you're, you're having a total shift. So I call this state management, how you shift your physical, your psychological and emotional state. So you turn up for what matters. So yeah, keep going. How, what did your coach do with you or what, what have you learned to, to occupy those two different worlds? In that particular example, one of the things that we were working on was I had, a, I had many more presentations in front of, you know, 200, 300 people or whatever it was. And they were coming up more frequently, but the detail of the business was was um, was what it was. We focused quite a lot on visualization techniques. So one of the things that I worked on with my coach was, you know, thinking about times where you were at your best in those situations that we can try and bring you back to and do that state shifting. So <laughs> I picked a few scenarios which I try and bring myself back to. One was a best man speech that I did for my mate Stuart. Because that had humor in it. You know, there's a bit of confidence. You know, I did a couple of whiskeys before it. So, you know, there was that general aura of being able to present. Did you watch another... Four Weddings and a Funeral? Did you take the Hugh Grant, no, no. <laughs> Hugh Grant line of attack? <laughs> I didn't know. It was, um, he, he still reminds me of it, though. He doesn't, he wasn't best pleased. But anyway, I won't go into the detail of that on this. But the other state, that was obviously quite a, 
you're, you're trying to be affable and funny in those types so, of so scenarios. Just, so just a little bit of that. So you, you, your mate, <laughs> you, you, you nailed him. So he, he maybe thought you could have edited it a little bit, but you, did you think it was a great performance? So is, is I that, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, that's, and that, for the purposes of this visualization, that's the everyone was laughing you know i felt really comfortable i felt really confident so it was trying to harness that particular feeling haven't spoken um, to him since but geez it was a no, good presentation. no no it's a great place i think there's a video somewhere maybe i'll get it for you um and then the second one which was more aligned to the business we had like there's a lot of pride in the team right they've what they've been able to do with a relatively conservative budget for a cyber tech company is nothing short of remarkable and I remember we did a presentation where we had our investors, sorry, we had a meeting um, in our offices with our investors, with our team members off. And many of them we had just met for the first time because they flew in and we hadn't seen them because of COVID. And I, I presented the journey to them and the detail of what we had actually done. And sometimes when you're in the weeds, you can't really recognize it. But I wanted to give some feedback about what outsiders are recognizing about what they've been able to achieve. So that was the second example that, you know, in terms of, um, I suppose, bringing us some pride about what we've done in the company, um, been able to present and, and, and to a wide audience, people who actually care and it means something to them. And then the visualization piece was in that state shift, as, as you were talking about, how when you've just come out of a deep tech meeting or you've got a particularly significant challenge you've got to navigate, how at the click of a finger, you can start to bring back that feeling of, okay, I need to present now. And that was a big thing for me over the last, I mean, I've done that for a while now, but I don't, and I, to your point, I don't think enough people do it. I think they think it's like, it's, it's such a powerful piece and every leader I would recommend should look at coaching. Hi, it's Andrew, and thanks for listening to this bite-sized edition of the Performance Intelligence Podcast. If you like this episode and would like to hear more, you can find the Performance Intelligence Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can listen to High Performer Series, where I sit down with a leader in sport, business, entertainment, the arts, multiple domains, and look at the factors that has helped make them successful. There's the Science Of, where we explore a topic and go deep with some of the world's leading experts and perform a spotlight which is a case study with an individual it could be a small team or it could be a large organization on what they have done to achieve performance intelligence and if you would like to support the podcast please make sure to subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they come out and leave a comment and rating as we really do appreciate the feedback